reading from the Gospel of Mark. The beginning of the good news of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, as it is written in the prophet Isaiah. See, I am sending my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way, the voice of the one crying out in the wilderness. Prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. John the baptizer appeared in the wilderness, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. And people from the whole Judean countryside and the people of Jerusalem were going out to him and were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. Now John was clothed with camel's hair, with a belt, a leather belt around his waist, and he ate locusts and wild honey. He proclaimed, the one who is more powerful than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to stoop down and untie the thong of his sandals. I have baptized you with the water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. The Gospel of the Lord. Thank you, Alan. Uh, happy Advent to you all on this second week of this season of blue. It was a few days before the solar eclipse of 2017. Do you remember that? I know some of you skipped out of work and you crossed state borders to catch the best view, camping out in the middle of nowhere to see this anticipated sight. Here, back at home, I realized I had forgotten to get eclipse glasses to watch the big event, and there was no last-minute options available anymore. Even Amazon's inventory had been depleted, and all the places nearby giving away a free pair of glasses had been out for days. So here it was, this astronomical event of my lifetime where the path of totality will pass along the midsection of the United States, and I was not prepared. I couldn't sneak a peek, obviously, without the risk of hurting my eyes. Of course, I could watch it on the news or through another photo's post, but it just wasn't the same. I wanted to experience this myself. The sun, moon, and earth would align perfectly, and I would miss the real-time view. Why wasn't I more prepared? Why hadn't I planned more carefully? It was be because life was turned on full blast, it was on my to-do list, I think, although other things kept claiming my attention and effort. In an unexpected moment of generosity, my friend Selena heard of my plight and offered an extra pair that she, have, she had. And so now I have these glasses tucked away for the next total eclipse which Wikipedia tells me will hit Minneapolis sometime around September 24th, 2099. We hear Mark's Christmas story from the Gospel of Mark. In these short verses, Mark announces the coming of God into the world. 
sun, moon, and earth, and just about everything else in the universe align when the divine breaks in. And Mark chooses to tell the story of the incarnation by quoting ancient scripture from Isaiah and Malachi. As Alan read, See, I am sending my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way. The voice of one crying out from the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. Mark urges us to linger in the old prophecy, telling of one who will come to prepare the way of God. You know, I fumble with all of this because doesn't God come even if we're not prepared? What does prepare the way even mean? How can this be a Christmas story without hearing of baby Jesus being born? It seems that the world is ready for something, though. Mark writes that John appeared in the wilderness proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. And people from the whole Judean countryside and all the people of Jerusalem were going out to him and were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. John had a curious audience. So many people seem ready for God to come that they didn't need to buy a thing to prepare. But rather, they left the commotion of the city of Jerusalem in the big temple where God was known to be, and they walked into the wilderness, the vastness of time and space, to open land without convenience or structure, confessing what was weighing on their hearts, dunking their bodies in dirty river water to cleanse themselves. They were ready to hear the promise of a Messiah, the one who would save, was true. It seems an odd shift. With all the things that they could be doing, they chose to walk in the middle of nowhere to listen to a particular man named John declare that God is coming. So get ready. Prepare the way. We had a conversation at our house yesterday how odd an Advent wreath really is. The candles are awkwardly at different sizes, the first one having way more time to burn. Yet, we make, we make a place for this unbalanced wreath in the center of our kitchen table. We sing these old hymns with words that speak to our longings. Songs about Emmanuel spill through organ pipes and speakers in malls and through our Spotify playlists. We clump these little figures together to tell the story of the birth of Jesus. And by the way, where in the world is the John the Baptist figure? Because Mark tells us today he should be present too. 
Consciously and unconsciously, we prepare a way for the Lord. We dare to believe like people so long ago that this promise is really true. That God is actually here in the midst of everything that 2020 has conjured up. I may be overthinking this. But maybe Selena offered her extra pair of glasses to remind me that someone else's abundance can catch me when I fall short. Maybe that is why we feel called to speak up for someone whose voice is muted, or advocate for equity, or contribute to feeding and housing people, to pray for people we do not know, to dare to notice and confess our sin because when we stop looking within to our own needs, we look up and out to see the needs and the cries of this whole wide world. And we feel that tug on our heart that maybe, just maybe, we do have something to offer to level the ground, to make the road easier to walk, to prepare the way. When we make someone else's path straight, somehow we make a way for God to come into this world. I think it's both cosmic and very minuscule. Sun, moon, and planet align, but so do human hearts. And did you hear within Mark's telling that preparing for God is not meant for well-fashioned sanctuaries, but in the wild places of even our homes where dining rooms serve as makeshift classrooms and offices. In the streets of still boarded up cities and the unpaved rural roads, in the lineup of cars to the food shelves, in the achy places of our hearts. You see, Mark didn't have time to tell of a baby because there is an urgency to speak of the beginning of the good news of Jesus Christ. The time is now to prepare to make paths straight because it is happening. So whether today you look to the sky or to lowly places among you, we light the second advent candle today with uneven wicks and shaky hands and longing spirits. The flame is stoked by divine breath that promised to come. Prepare the way of the Lord.